It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. This is the Locked On Reds podcast on a Friday. I'm James Erpine. Great to be with you on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Reds. Subscribe iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcast. Also on LockedOnReds.com. I wrote about the Reds, their decision to bench Jesse Winker, and I'm not alone. There's plenty up there right now at LockedOnReds.com, so check it out. And you can watch Jerry Seinfeld and David Letterman. David Letterman, excuse me. Yes, those two, that Jerry, that David, that Seinfeld, that Letterman, discuss their interactions, their run-ins with Joey Votto plus Jeff Gilbert says the Reds plan to win and their actions, well, they're not lining up. It's a really good article that you should check out as well at LockedOnReds.com. It's great to be with you today on a Friday. And I know I promised guest I didn't deliver. Chad Dotson, RedLegNation.com, going to join us early next week. I will say this. Instead of a guest, let's hear, and I, I want to get into and preview the weekend and the San Diego Padres and Uh, The Reds, I think they have a really good shot this weekend, by the way. I'm optimistic that they take two out of three from the Padres. But I want to spend just a couple more minutes on this Jesse Winker decision, and I want to do it by reacting to Marty Brenneman and Jim Riggleman. This was on the Reds pregame show on Wednesday evening. Uh, Let's hear from Marty. You've spent a lot of time, and this goes back to spring training, about the the so-called four-man outfield rotation. And as we sit here today, uh, I mean, from my perspective, it simply appears to me that it has not worked. Yeah, agreed. Um, unfortunately, uh, it hasn't. And uh, it's not to say that it couldn't. It's just that um, I think it's gotten into a couple of our outfielders' heads that this is the reason they're struggling. They're, they, they're not in there every day. And, um, you know, uh, we just we have to deal with what we're dealing with, which is uh, we can't we can't deal with what we want. We have right. to deal with what we're dealing with. What we want is them to handle it and, and be productive, but it's not working. So we're going to settle in on a, on a couple guys on the corners and keep Billy in center. And uh, right now, unfortunately for Winker, he's the odd man out. How about that? <laughs> And that's Reds Radio Network. It aired on 700 WLW in Cincinnati. How about that? Unfortunately, he's the odd man out. I still have no idea. In fact, I 
Like, I, I got a lot of feedback on the article I wrote at, at LockedOnReds.com. I got a lot of feedback on Twitter just about my opinion on yesterday's podcast, Facebook. I got some emails. Literally, I haven't gotten one good logical reason why they would do what they did. <laughs> I haven't gotten one. And I don't know why. I don't know why they did it. I'm not sure. It makes my head hurt when I think about it. And I promised myself I wouldn't come on here and bore you with me venting another 15 minutes or so about that. We're going to look ahead to this weekend. And I can't wait. But I, I do want to say this about Adam Duvall. I remember back, and I can't remember if it was right after opening day or game number two. I think it was game number two Adam Duvall played and started and he was asked how hard it was going to be to not know when he goes to the ballpark every day if he's starting and he said really hard and you heard Riggleman there and I just I wonder if Adam was like look I'm sucking right now can you get me in the lineup can you figure this out and I wonder if they just listened and it might be and it is it's not might be it's the worst case scenario when you're talking long term but a guy like Jim Riggleman who's managing, he's a lot like Brian Price. He wants to show that he can manage and keep his job. He wants to be the manager next year. He wants to have a good winning percentage, so that way, if he isn't the manager here next year, maybe he can get into managing again. It doesn't benefit Jim Riggleman one bit to watch Jesse Winker struggle at times and go through his growing pains just to have success next year for Barry Larkin or whoever else they hire. You know? So, I, I think it's a... A manager-driven thing that maybe Nick Crawl signed on, the front office signed off on, and they shouldn't have. And hopefully that means that Adam Duvall has some success here. I don't think it's going to bolster his trade value. I think Adam Duvall is what he is. He's not going to be worth anything but a bag of bricks by the deadline. That being said, I wouldn't mind him hitting some more home runs. I wouldn't mind his on-base percentage to get above 300 for the first time essentially all year. Wouldn't mind him actually... You know, hitting for a little bit more of an average than 181. So I think Adam Duvall might turn it around playing every day, but turn it around is a relative term. Turn it around means hit 230, hit some home runs, knock it on base a lot. That's the opposite of Jesse Winker. I think Jesse Winker was going to uh, be better than that for sure. And, and there was something that I tweeted at Locked On Reds, and that's this is why you should follow Locked On Reds, by the way, thanks to the 400 people that are. On Twitter, but I tweeted this out. I retweeted it. Actually, I'm pulling it up now. That's why you probably hear the typing in the background. But Steve Mancuso tweeted this out. He said three players, three stat lines from second month of their first full year in Major League Baseball. And he notes Eric Davis in April of 1985. He hit 152. His on base percentage was 188. His slugging percentage was 364. Barry Larkin, May of 87, hit 174. His on-base percentage was 278, slugging percentage 246. Jesse Winker hit 193, on-base percentage 247, slugging percentage 349. So as bad as Winker was in May, you just need to let him play through it. And the Reds didn't do that, and it's so damn frustrating to me, and I think it's frustrating to you. And that's why I ran it yesterday, that's why I wrote about it. And, uh, yeah, I would love your, your feedback. I'd love your emails, jamesrpeen at espn1530.com. Also Twitter, at jamesrpeen, at LockedOnReds. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Let's dive into this weekend because the Reds are all set for a three-game slate of uh, San Diego Padres. Let's take on the Padres tonight. The Padres come in at twenty-four or twenty-five, excuse me, and thirty-three on the year. And Tyler Malley on the mound for the twenty and thirty-seven Reds. He goes up against a guy by the name of Walker Lockett, who was recalled from Triple A El Paso recently, and will start. Tonight, it uh, it's a guy that hasn't started. He's a rookie, all right. Hasn't gotten a start, so I like Tyler Malley in this matchup. Malley three and six on the year, four point seven six ERA. He's a, a player that's been up and down a bit, but I'll be honest, I like these matchups this weekend. I do. I mean, Tyler Malley on the mound. If there's a guy who you think can be consistent for the Reds, I think Malley's one of the top pitchers for that like if you said hey i need to get five innings or six innings you would probably bet on malley ahead of most probably everyone in the rotation but castillo and uh, his last outing was at colorado in a six to five win over the rockies he went five innings gave up six hits four runs walked four, struck out four. so we'll see what tyler malley can do on the mound tonight for your Cincinnati Reds. And then tomorrow, it's the Reds, it's the Padres, 840 first pitch with Matt Harvey on the mound. The Dark Knight, who, eh, he was okay going up against Eric Lauer. He was okay in his last outing was Matt Harvey. 1-3 and three on the year, 5.63 ERA. But just looking at his time in Cincinnati, wasn't nearly as bad, and so far hasn't been nearly as bad as it was earlier this season with New York. And I'm looking at a headline here. And last week he gave up four earned runs on nine hits, walked two and struck out four in five and a third innings against the Rockies. But that's about what I expected from Matt Harvey. That's what I kind of hope for. I hope he gets a little better, but that's much better than what he was doing for the Mets. And the headline is Matt Harvey roughed up at Coors Field. So I think our expectations for him are going up a bit. I think he's pitched relatively well uh, since he was traded to the Reds, uh, he's fared very well. I mean, he's fared four innings, no runs. Four innings, three runs. That was a little rough. Six innings, one run. Five and a third, four runs. I'll take that so far. So I give the Reds a puncher's chance as well, going up against a guy in Eric Lauer who has a 7.67 ERA, is 1-3 and three on the season, and has started a total of seven games. And then looking at Sunday, I expect... The Reds, I really do. I think they're going to take two out of three. And on the mound Sunday for the Reds is Luis Castillo. And if you told me, all right, James, you get three pitchers in this starting rotation in a three-game series that you have to throw out there, I think I would go with Malley, Harvey, Castillo. Just right now. And obviously, Di Scafani and things will change, but the, the way it is right now, I think those are the three guys I would roll with. And Castillo comes in with a 4-5 and five record on the season. 5.49 E. R-A. He goes up against a guy by the name of Tyson Ross, who is 4-3 on the year. A 3.29 ERA has struck out 68 
walked 24. So Ross is, is a good pitcher, and it'll be interesting to see where the Reds are in the series. I'm, I'm hoping for two out of three, and I think they can get two out of three. I think that's a reasonable expectation. They fared well in California this year so far. I could see it happening. Luis Castillo, by the way, just looking at his game log, and, and we remember what he did uh, against Arizona just a, a couple days ago. Uh, it lost 5-2, to two, pitched five innings, gave up four earned runs, and just was just okay. At some point, I expect him to take that next step. Think about this. Luis Castillo hasn't gotten into the seventh inning once this year, or hasn't pitched seven, hasn't went seven once this year. He went six and two-thirds. So hopefully he can do that. It would be cool to see him do that Sunday. I think they're going to need a good outing from Castillo if they're going to get a win on Sunday in San Diego. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. We'll be back with more on Monday. If you're looking for Reds, I will, uh, I think I plan on writing about it. And you can follow me on Twitter at James Rapine. I'm on, I'm part of the Reds pregame show this weekend on 700 WLW. I'll tweet out the times I'm on at James Rapine. Also follow at Locked on Reds until Monday. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Reds Podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.